Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome, everybody, back to campus here at Trade Show University. This is the podcast. We're helping you get better ROI, better results every single event. And I am Jim Cermak, your host. Really excited today to have on. This is something we haven't talked about. And this is a really some a little, little bit of sales training today for all of you at the booth. As we know, we have to interact with people. And we're, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop talking. We'll just, I want to bring on our guest because she is amazing. The, the content that she puts out, the books that she has, she has written with her uh, co-author. But I want to bring on Andrea Waltz. Andrea Waltz is the co-founder of Courage Crafters Incorporated and co-author of the best-selling book, Go For No. Yes is the destination and no is how you get there. For almost two decades, Andrea has been teaching people in virtually every business and industry how to think and feel differently about failure, rejection, and the word no, and helping them turn those things around to achieve their goals and dreams. Andrea, welcome to Trade Show University. It's a pleasure to have you. I am so glad to be talking with you today, Jim. <laughs> Me too. Me too, because there's I've been to so many trade shows where I see people just flub and just mess up their their interactions with people and and miss so many great opportunities. So I'm really excited for you to be here, especially excited for the listeners to hear what you have to say, especially around around no and rejection and and definitely want to tell people more about your amazing book go for no but uh, let's let's start by just your from your viewpoint and i have my own thoughts on this but how does fear of rejection really impact people in the trade show industry yeah so it impacts them to a significant degree i mean we're all programmed we're all like hardwired to avoid rejection no we're, from you know our our brains going back thousands and thousands of years the idea is you don't want to get rejected you don't want to get thrown out of the tribe out out of the herd left to, <laughs> to fend for yourself and survive on your own so as a result here we are in the 21st century and we're supposed to strike up conversations network ask get cards you know ask for next steps propose ideas, show demos, all of these things that go on at trade shows. And we miss a lot of those opportunities. So that's that's how it shows up. And in society in general, I mean, we've all been taught and trained to kind of be successful, go for yes, yeah. avoid no. And so I think a lot of times we're kind of behind the eight ball, especially, and I have seen it too, I've done, I've participated in as both visitor and with a booth at a trade show. And you've got to maximize every single opportunity that you have. I mean, th th this is, this is so much time and effort and energy spent on showing up there. And then opportunities get lost just because there's that fear of the word no, and that fear that maybe you're going to look foolish or mess up or get rejected. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. And anyone who is a longtime listener of mine knows <laughs> that I, I talk about this all the time is that there's so you have one possible opportunity to grab the attention and have a great conversation with someone who's walking past you. And that may be your, your next big customer. And if you have that fear or, or you only take the conversation part way, you might be missing out on, on huge, huge opportunities. Absolutely. What I found too, is that a lot of people think they're asking when they're not, they, they make a lot of statements and, but there's never a question mark at the end of it to really make sure that you're taking the next step. So it's like you have a lot of great conversations, but what's the action item? What's the actual next step? And, and that is a big issue as well. I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people don't think that through. They think they're just going to show up and they're going to have conversations and people are going to say, I want to buy or, yeah, I want more information. And and we have to ask for that, don't we? I mean, that's what we, we really have to take it to that level. Let's let's dive into your book a little bit, okay? Because I, I, as I just told you, I read this twice this week. It is, and I am a slow reader, but this is such a fast and easy read, and it's so impactful. I had to go through it again, and I learned so much. But give people the premise and a little bit about the story of Go For No. Sure. So, and I know the title sounds really bad to some people who are in sales, like go for no, why would you want to go for no? Everybody wants to go for yes. It sounds, it sounds horrible. And we have created a little bit of a marketing challenge for ourselves, but the subtitle is really important. And that is yes is the destination. No is how you get there. And so the book is a very short fable. It's a story about a guy who's a pretty typical average copier salesman. And we chose that specifically because we wanted people to be able to kind of put themselves in the main character's shoes. <laughs> so he goes to bed one night, average night. He wakes up the next morning and he is in a house, this gorgeous house, and he discovers, and this is where things get a little supernatural, that this house belongs to a wildly successful 10 years in the future version of himself. He has somehow traveled 10 years into the future. He's in a house that is owned by this other version of him who is super successful. And he actually meets the other version of him. And together in the book, they kind of go on this little journey of figuring out what was, where, where did their paths diverge? Like, how did this him, this yeah. version of him become so successful? What was the secret? And course we learned that the secret was go for no and what that means is that you intentionally increase the number of no's you get you intentionally increase what we call your failure rate which sounds i know again people freak out they're like oh no i don't want to fail and what we mean by that is just where you are willing to hear no as opposed to giving yourself the no you're willing to let the customer the prospect tell you no and that the more you put yourself in opportunities to do that, the more the opportunities for yeses come. And so in this fable, this main character has to go on this journey. And in the end, he realizes that in order for this future version of himself to even exist, to come about, he's got to, he's, he's got to, you know, start doing this himself. And, and we transport him back kind of, again, little supernatural twist at the end. And the reason we wrote this story in kind of this fable format is just to get kind of the emotional, uh, you know, have people have an emotional reaction, have them really see themselves in that main character so that when they finish the book, they say, I can do that too. I can be willing to 
go for no in those moments that I'm second guessing myself. Should I ask? Should I say this? Should I invite this person? Should I take the next step? It's yes, because the worst that you're going to hear is no, but look at all the opportunity. And so that that's the that's the whole piece of the book. And, and there's all kinds of nuances, of course, little things that I'm sure we can get into. Yes. Oh, yes. There you go. Saying yes. But <laughs> that was it's for everyone listening i hope that the the wheels are spinning and oh my gosh what could this do for me this is an at, at a trade show you know that your people are walking past you might have opportunity to literally talk to over a thousand people over the course of a couple of days and how many do we not talk to because of whatever reason it might be yes, fears yes. it might be oh that person oh he's from that big company i don't want to talk to him you know and that's and why Jim, I, ha I, yeah. I have to tell you too yeah one of the things that I've seen, not only does it happen at trade shows, but also this is so common at networking events, but trade shows for sure. Mm -hmm. So the analogy is picture getting, and I'll use to make the math easy, 10 business cards. And I know these days we're scanning in badges and all of that. So you've <laughs> yeah. got a different technology, but, but uh, assume you collected 10 cards. And what happens is in the traditional go for yes mindset is that you go home and you are flipping through these business cards or back to your office and you're looking at them. And what happens is you start filtering them through the go for yes mindset. And so you look at the cards and you say, oh, this person, I remember this person, you know, I don't think I don't think they're a really good candidate for us. I don't think this is really going to go anywhere. It's probably just kind of a it's I'm chasing my tail. I'm just going to set that card aside. And then you pick up the next card and you look at that name and that company and you go like, I don't know, probably just not worth my time, probably just going to say no. And you set that aside. And what happens is by the time you filter down the 10 cards, you've, you probably have got three or four left. And then you look at those three and you say, okay, out of these, who do I think, who was the the real easy yes? Who was that person where if I call them back, they're going to buy, we had a great conversation and now you've whittled it, the 10 opportunities down to one and you extrapolate these numbers, right? You will down a yeah. hundred opportunities to 10 or a thousand opportunities, right? To again, a handful. And so with the go for no philosophy with the strategy is don't make assumptions or prejudge based on your short time with people, right? We, we typically don't have a long time with people at these events. And so don't make those assumptions. Follow up with every single person and see where it leads. They may not be a customer, but they may know somebody who is a customer and they you never know where it's gonna lead. And so that's really the go for no mindset that you wanna have. So, so good. Oh, and if, if you could take the listeners through, the thing that really impacted me was right at the very beginning of the book. And it was that, when when the main character went three for three, and then, you, and he just needed one more to hit that quota, and then what happened? And then later in the book, it came back to revisiting that three for three week. If you could take people through that, and because that was a complete game changer for me, and how I'm going to think about setting goals in the future. Right, right. So there's a section in the book where the main character he has the sales goal. And he's striving to get his, his, what we call a typical yes goal. And mm -hmm. his goal, I think, you know, it's to get three or to get five. And, it, and as soon as he started to get close to hitting his goal, he immediately started to slow down. He was like, there's no reason for me to continue to do those things that I know work because I'm going to hit the goal. It's, it's no problem. I'm going to, I'm going to get my three out of three. 
And and then we what we share in the book is instead of focusing on a traditional yes goal, what if you set a goal to get a certain number of no's and let those yeses be a byproduct of that? And so what it does is it really focuses, it makes you focus on the behaviors necessary to be successful, which we know in business are, you know, having conversations, getting getting people, you know, asking good questions, collecting decisions, making offers, all all of those things that are the things that really give us the results. And when you set a goal to get a certain number of no's, what happens is even when you hit that yes goal, you don't stop going. You don't you don't stop. You keep going. Yeah. So that you reach that number of no's you set. So instead of setting a goal let's say to get 3 yeses, what if you said I'm going to have I'm going to try to get 10 knows this week you know and if you had a couple of say you had a couple of great conversations in the beginning of the week and you got three s's on monday like just crazy and it was just by stroke of luck you got your three s's well most people would stop and the and the whole rest of the week would just be paperwork and social media and whatever else yeah whereas if you had a no goal you'd have your three but you'd still have 10 no's you needed to get which means you're still in action you're still out there out there having conversations, doing your best, by the way. So I don't want people to misunderstand like, oh, this is going to be easy. I just, I'll just do horrible and I'll get all these no's. <laughs> of course not. We, we so, so it's kind of like, um, we're not saying walk up to, you know, to home plate and just purposely strike out. We're saying go up there and get more at bats, right? That the more, yeah. the more chances you take, the more opportunities are out there. Yeah. It is so, so amazing and, and just mind expanding when I think about this, because like you said, you know, now every time you get a yes, it's, it's almost like a celebration followed by a, oh shoot, I still, have, I kind of keep going now because I haven't hit my goals yet. I'm That's getting more right. and more yeses out of this. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> it's great that you got a yes, but remember that the no's are, the no's are such a huge part of it. And it's, it's the way that also Jim, it's like, the numbers are one half of it. And we don't actually talk about this in the book very much. This is something that Richard and I talk more about more and more these days in our live speak engagements and things like that, which is the whole emotional side of it. And the more that you go through those no's instead of avoiding them, that's how actually you build your confidence and your skill. And when you sit you know, at your desk and you're fearful of making those calls or reaching out to people, and and trying to go for the easy yeses, then we don't get a chance to to build the skills and you don't get a chance to build your confidence and then you're not resilient. And so if the tough times come and you want to have that resilience built, you want to say like, I can go through those no's, I'm somebody who faces them. And we know top achievers, they face the no's, they go through them. Yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. So what, what would you say? And I'm glad you brought brought that up, though, the whole mindset, the fear, someone who is going to a trade show, and this might be not their typical role, they might be in marketing, they might be a an engineer that happens to be there, and they're going to be answering questions, doing demos, but they also have to interact with people. But they've got this fear of approaching people. And they it's not part of their typical job. So they, they can't get good at it. What would you say to them? How do you how do they get beyond that fear so that they can truly succeed at a show. Yeah, I thank you for asking this so important. So first of all, everybody's a little bit nervous, right? Mm -hmm. And and you, we have I think oftentimes what's called the spotlight effect. We think 
that we're standing there in our booth and that people are like super analyzing us and paying attention to us <laughs> and 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 what are we saying and how do we how do we sound and all of, how do we look and all of these things and yes that's important but don't take yourself don't make it quite as serious and dramatic and part of this is just embracing the fact that you have to be willing and i this is going to sound scary to people too to do those things with the fear that you cannot there's no way to think yourself out of that feeling it's only the action and go out there and be willing to fail sometimes you know you're going to if you have if you're an engineer or somebody in marketing and you have 100 conversations some are going to be really good and some you might stumble over but too often um, I think people in those roles think that they have to go out and they have to be perfect and they have to be quote successful and it's all got to go perfectly well. But in go in the go for no mindset, it's go out there and have those hundred conversations and have them to the best that you can. And don't worry if you mess a few up, don't, you're going to have a couple failures. You're going to have a couple of people who walk away who are like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with this, you know, and that's okay. I think the perfectionism, and the over, we blow up how important we think this is in terms of people paying attention to us. You just want to do your best and get out there and have as many at bats, to use yeah. that analogy, as you can. And again, that will build your confidence. One of my favorite quotes from Jack Canfield, who wrote a book called The Aladdin Factor and the Success Principles, mm -hmm. he said, self-confidence is built through the successfully survived risk. And when we go to these shows and we're there and we're not used to it, it's, it feels like a personal risk. You know, we're putting our ourselves out there and it's, it feels very risky and scary. When we survive those interactions, every time you do, it just builds a tiny little bit of confidence, right? It's like, it's like str learning to stretch in yoga. You know, you're yeah. completely <laughs> inflexible, but every little stretch you make adds to that. And so my advice is just go out there be willing to literally fail your way to success. You will, by the end, of, and I think a lot of people know this, if you've ever done a trade show, you know how it goes. And, you know, the first day you're nervous and you're excited and you're jittery. And by the end of the show, when things are just wrapping up, you finally hit your stride. You're like, <laughs> I could go, I got two more days in me. We need to keep this thing going, right? Because now you've had so much practice and you're comfortable and you've done it. And that that's just how it is. So, Start from the beginning and, and just remind yourself, you're not going to outthink this fear. Just do it scared and settle in and be okay if you flub it up because it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it was getting to that rejection and going, well, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> and then, what, what happened? I'm still here. I have more people to talk to. Okay. Okay. Let's try that now. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, Andrew, so many great things. And I just appreciate you coming on as we, as we kind of wrap up, tell people what would be the top one or two things you really want them to take away from our conversation today? Yeah. So one top thing is don't make assumptions about what somebody is going to decide, what they're going to do, what they're going to spend. We tend to prejudge people because we're protecting ourselves against the no. So instead we get our, give ourselves the no. No, don't reach out to that person. No, don't take that chance. No, don't strike up this conversation. Instead, be willing to hear that no. That's really the big one. Maybe the second thing is that I, I think also for people go for no is a life 
philosophy. I say this all the time, practice it everywhere you can, you know, just get better at asking, get better at being willing to hear no to things. So I, one, one of the things I do is go for no challenge. And I tell people go out and ask for crazy things and just see that you survived and keep building that confidence and that resilience. That's great, great feedback and great tips for people to take away. And yeah, just get through the fear because there's so much success, so much reward on the other side. Andrea, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Now, I know you've got you've got something on, on your website that you want people to go and, and do. You've got some sort of a quiz for people to take? Yes, we have assessment, 20 question assessment. You can find out how you, and it's not super scientific and it's a little tricky. I'm just going to warn you right now, <laughs> but it's fun. You come to the assessment. It's gofornow.com, I think forward slash quiz and 20 questions about your thoughts and feelings around failure, rejection, hearing the word no, and then you'll get your results and you'll kind of know like, okay, where am I starting from and how, you know, how can I improve? Awesome. So everyone take advantage of that. And that's at gofornow.com slash quiz. I'll drop that into the show notes so you can find the link there and click on that. Andrea, how do people find out more about you? How can they get the book and how can they connect with you? Yeah. So, well, I'm well branded, Jim, because I've been around forever. I'm kind of a dinosaur <laughs> online. I like to joke. So if you go onto Twitter or Instagram, I'm at gofornow. We've got a Facebook page, gofornow. And you can get the book on Amazon. Just type in go for no, you'll, you'll find it. It's a quick, fast read. And even if you're not a reader, I think you'd probably enjoy this book. Awesome. And they, you will, you will. I guarantee it. Like I said, I'm a slow reader. I read this twice this week. It is fantastic. And I am changing the way I look at goal setting for upcoming shows from the yeses to the, to the noes, because like you said, we hit the yeses and we, we take, we breathe a sigh of relief and give ourselves a little internal high five that, Hey, we hit it. But and then we we, we kind of ease back and how much more can we get if we just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. So thank you for, for that wisdom. Thank you for the book. And uh, thanks for sharing with everybody today. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. And everyone continue to learn, continue to go for no and, and strive and hit new, new heights. And keep coming back here each week on campus at Trade Shoe University. We'll see you next time.